Hello, this is Ben Thompson, doctor of audiology and tinnitus specialist. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This audio is a recording from my YouTube channel, Ben Thompson AUD. I hope you find the information you need and I hope you enjoy the episode. Let's talk about tinnitus cures. Am I aware of any treatment that has been proven to cure tinnitus? If not, what have I found to be most useful to help my tinnitus patients? And what has research suggested is the most helpful for tinnitus patients? And then is there anything new or exciting on the treatment front? I recently studied with the the founder, the creator of tinnitus retraining therapy, which is one of the most comprehensive protocols that has been in existence in the last 20 plus years for managing tinnitus. It's been adjusted over time. It's been improved over time using modern technology technology, using research to tweak the protocols. And that was created in the late 1990s by Dr. Jastroboff, Powell Jastroboff, him and his wife now. They teach a course every year to a handful of audiologists. And I was lucky enough to recently study with the Jastroboffs to learn the up-to-date protocols of tinnitus retraining therapy. So to me, that is the ultimate neuroplasticity program for tinnitus. Neuroplasticity means changing the brain, changing the relationship between tinnitus, our brain, the hearing system, our ears, and that takes time. The major downside of tinnitus retraining therapy as a treatment for tinnitus is that it takes a lot of time. I work with patients for six months because it takes that much time before we can consider bringing back some of the protocols, whether that's sound therapy, using devices on the ears, certain counseling techniques, education techniques. A six-month period of committing to that protocol is what I would recommend. And it's rather effective. The goal is typically described as habituation, which is not an intuitive term. What does habituation mean for tinnitus? Well, I encourage you, maybe some people in this group, and I, I know there may be some, have habituated to their tinnitus and ask them, what is it like to habituate? Well, it, it means that we may be aware of tinnitus. It may be in the back a background perception, and sometimes the volume itself gets softer. But let's talk about, can we still hear tinnitus, but it not be bothersome? Well, yes, that definitely happens. And many people with tinnitus are hearing it if they stop and listen for it, or even if it's loud and they're living their life, they can hear it, but it doesn't bother them. So that tinnitus retraining therapy involves counseling, education, and then a dedicated sound therapy plan, typically between a period of nine to 12 months. That's all I will say about that now. There's plenty of information to research that more, and you can reach out to me if you if you have those questions. So Am I aware of any proven cure for tinnitus? No, and I don't think that's a surprise to anyone here that there's, there is no proven cure in terms of a medical sense of eradication of the symptom. Cognitive behavioral therapy and mindfulness are other approaches that I feel are supplemental to sound therapy, proper education, and proper counseling. Other exciting developments, well, regeneration of certain cells in the cochlea, the hearing organ, have been studied for a long time, and they're continuing to be studied. There's two specific projects, two pharmaceutical, biopharmaceutical projects that are worth knowing about, but trust me, don't try to know them on the ins and outs because they're very complex and I think there's better ways to spend your time. Regeneration of cells in the cochlea. There's a company called Frequency Therapeutics and a drug called FX322. It seemed promising at helping some forms of hearing loss and tinnitus, but the recent clinical trials were not good. It was not a positive result. So that project is unlikely to help 
people with tinnitus, quite frankly. Oto 313 by a group called Autonomy, that is not regenerating cells in the cochlea. Instead, that's using a more complicated, and I won't go into it right now, approach to help with the, the brain's reaction to tinnitus in the cortex. Don't hold out for either of those. That's my advice. I keep monitoring them. Research developments to help tinnitus are very welcome and encouraged. And we're thankful for the researchers who are trying. It's a hard problem to fix. As you can imagine, as you've probably learned yourself, it's a hard problem to fix. So none of those groups, which typically have been cited as the most promising in the last few years, neither of those seem to be breakthroughs at this point, And neither of those seem to be worth waiting for, quite frankly. And I say that with a soft heart because, of course, I want them to work, but they haven't worked so far. Some other new developments, bimodal stimulation. There's two specific projects that I'll mention right now. So bimodal stimulation for tinnitus, it's a newer treatment and bimodal means two modes. So typically sound therapy played through the ears is various forms. There's various protocols to follow, but sound therapy would be one mode of stimulation. We're stimulating the auditory system. And as you probably know, when you have music around, when you're by the ocean, when you're by the river, or you're playing uh, sound therapy through an app or from a speaker, that it does help tinnitus significantly. That's considered auditory stimulation. So pairing a second mode of stimulation through somewhere in our nervous system, either the skin, the tongue, the neck, something like that, that is introducing another mode of stimulation. And there's neuroscience, brain science that is suggesting that pairing two modes together with certain protocols or strategies can change the brain's tinnitus in a positive way. And keeping it simple. I won't go into the details. I have other videos on YouTube that go deep into the details and you can check those out if you want to learn more. There's a group called Neuromod based in Ireland and they have a device called the Lanier device and that pairs stimulation on the tongue with stimulation in the ears. They're showing positive results. It's not groundbreaking breakthrough that is going to help all tinnitus patients from the research. And it's certainly not going to bring tinnitus to zero to silence, but it does seem promising. It is available in Europe. I did a full review on this and it's not available in the US yet. That's all I will say for now. There's a, another recent company that I became close with and they're based out of Stanford. They're not a Stanford backed device. It's a company called Neosensory, which is started by a neuroscientist who is from Stanford, developed a company to help all sorts of conditions, health conditions. And it's a device called the, the Buzz, Neosensory Buzz. Also, I did a full video review on my YouTube channel about this. And uh, the Neosensory Buzz, it has a wristband and that's pairing the vibrations in the wrist called our somatosensory system. It's pairing that vibration and that input through the nervous system into the brain around at the same time that you're listening to certain sounds. So you're getting these two inputs, sound and vibration through the somatosensory system. Research is suggesting that when the brain gets that kind of information, it can make changes to recognize that the, the phantom sound of tinnitus is not actually there, that that phantom sound of tinnitus can be recategorized, restructured in certain ways. I'm keeping this simple for the purposes of this discussion, but that's definitely the update on, on what's out there in terms of the treatment front and things to look out for. Now, my advice for, for someone who says, I want to try it 
I'm ready. Let's go. I say, okay, hold on. There's many different angles to approach managing tinnitus. And I see bimodal stimulation as a a potential supplemental therapy. I don't recommend it to my patients. I don't recommend it to you as the only thing you're trying. The only thing you're doing to make you feel better, to help you. There's more traditional protocols like tinnitus retraining therapy, et cetera, that are also in your interest. So don't look that over thinking that some device is going to fix it for you. It may help. And I hope it does. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's my mission to share high quality information about tinnitus and hearing conditions. It would mean the world to me if you could take just 60 seconds to go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening to this podcast and leave a quick review explaining what you learned on this podcast. Thank you so much for considering that and I'll make sure to see you on the next episode.